Welcome to The Heart Podcast, a Christian podcast featuring sermons from the Greater Hartford Church of Christ and impromptu episodes covering a wide variety of topics. We hope you enjoy. Amen, church. Good morning. Good, good afternoon. I did it again. It's, I'm fine, fine, fine. If every time I say morning, y'all just yell out, good afternoon. As long as you don't yell, get off the stage, bum. It is great to be uh, together. Uh, We lost an hour of sleep. That means we are closer to summer than we've been in the past, which is great. I don't see, there are no more snowstorms that I know of coming. And so that's encouraging. Uh, We had two this week and they came and went. Uh, Welcome to New England. Uh, It is really uh, good to be together this morning. What we're going to be doing today is we're going to be, turn with me over to Ephesians chapter 5, and we're going to continue in our Lordship series, and today we're talking about the Lord of Opportunity. Do you guys remember what we did two weeks ago? What was it? Tell me. Lord of Grace. And last week? Lord of gifts, come on, let's go. And for all you on this side, you're not spiritual. Lord of grace and Lord of gifts. Today's Lord of opportunities. Next week, we're at Newington High School. The campus is going to be leading our service. The campus-led service. Uh, and so, But they allow me to preach. And so I'm going to be preaching about the Lord of worship. And we're going to talk about uh, learning how to worship. Um, but today we're talking about opportunities, and I do want to—I don't want to miss an opportunity to share. Uh, the Hills did not share, but they are expecting another child, and so uh, you can ask them how all that happened. But they—they uh, they are expecting another, and so that added to a little bit to this morning. Amen. That's encouraging. Uh, let's, uh, Ephesians chapter 5, and today in our, in our, again, our theme for the year, do you guys know our theme for the year? Oh, Lord have mercy. Be family, in particular, build family, and we're starting out with lordship for this partic- this first quarter. I got to work better on the branding and messaging. Uh, in Ephesians chapter 5, the reason that we are uh, talking about uh, building family um, becoming the family of God uh, and building uh, as we are is uh, it's one of the things that we kind of lost or uh, we're trying to recapture after two years. Uh, we literally are, are today, I believe, actually, yeah, two years ago today was when everything shut down. And uh, so it's been two years, been a long time. So trying to reconnect and, and build that family. And I think we've learned a lot and discovered a lot about ourselves and about the church. Uh, a lot of strengths and weaknesses that we've had, but we do, family has always been a strength of the heart, and so we're uh, dealing with lordship because we've got to get back to why we are here, and and Jesus being lord is one, so we've been discussing these different uh, facets of his lordship. Today, we're talking about opportunities. In verse 15, and we've read around this and we've read this, but this is one of my favorite passages, a memory passage uh, for me as a younger Christian. Verse 15, Paul writes, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. 
Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. And we'll stop there. And Paul, in this this entire section, the first section, he talks about unity and about uh, God's bringing uh, the two groups, and he's specifically speaking to Jew and Gentile. He's bringing those two groups together, and then here, uh, he gets into some more specific instruction in verse in chapter four about how we're to live and not uh, how we're to live uh, as children of the light. And then in this section, he says, "Look, uh, be wise. Uh, let's let's be wise, not unwise. Be, make the most of every opportunity because the days are evil." And we're talking about Lord of Opportunity, and I know it sounds like a weird title because you're like, "God, what are we going to talk about? Uh, you know, making money and prosperity?" No. Uh, we only have two points, and the two points actually are referenced the past, the, our past two lessons. We've got to uh, make the opportunity to show grace and make the op- and seize the opportunity to use our gifts. And this word opportunity, there's another passage he uses this particular word opportunity, and that that word in Greek is it's actually it's translated as opportunity, but it can also be a fitting season. Uh, or an occasion or a time. The word is uh, kairos, or kairos, rather. And it's the whole idea of it, it's a season. It says make the most of every season. Make the most of this occasion because the days are evil. And I don't know uh, how you've been feeling. Um, I've been feeling like the days have been like super evil for a long time. And especially over the, the last uh, few weeks, you know, it, it's so interesting uh, looking back and kind of like chronicling the last two years. You go back and remember going into 2020 and we're going to talk about loving God with all our strength and working on our small groups. And then the pandemic hits and we did nothing about small groups. We were trying to survive. And then coming into 2021, we're like, yes, this thing is about to be over. And we are going to we're going to get the church back together. We're going to get moving. And uh, our theme for I don't even remember. our Oh, was love your neighbor as yourself. And then we were still in a pandemic. I even forgot what last year was love your neighbor as yourself. And man, oh, man, uh, it was hard to uh, love and be loved uh, last year. And so, uh, you know, you go through you go through this entire period. and You're like, wow, these days it's like I I thought things were going to get a lot better, a lot quicker. Uh, do not read about new variants, by the way. Uh, you will get very discouraged. <laughs> but between the war and, you know, the the uh, the political stuff, the economy, every all these things that are going on, uh, it feels like, wow, there is no end in sight and there is no safe quarter. But yet, God tells us through the Spirit, make the most of this occasion. Make the most of every occasion. Make the most of this season. And there is an opportunity, if Jesus is Lord of our lives, there is an opportunity for us in this season in our lives. And I was watching a video uh, yesterday. From, I was watching a video uh, from uh, Moldova about what's, hap- what's going on, the kind of the current update. And it showed a woman in Kiev, in, in, in the city, getting baptized. And some of you may have seen that. So I was like, she was getting baptized. And literally, there are people, there are, there, there are some that are in bomb shelters, but people are being saved. Someone took, made the most of that occasion. 
The person who chose to make Jesus Lord, they made the most of that occasion. The person that chose to study the Bible with them and not leave the city, or maybe they weren't able to leave the city, but they said, we're going to make the most of this season, this occasion. And they helped someone come into a right relationship with Jesus. For us, we may not have those dire circumstances, and we're going to talk a little bit about it, but we've got to make the most of this season to show the grace that we've been given. Uh, turn with me over to Ephesians, I'm sorry, to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. We've got to make, if Jesus is the Lord of our opportunities, then we've got to make the most of our opportunities to show grace. Galatians chapter 6. In verse 9, it says, Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially though to those who belong to the family of believers. And here he's writing the church says, don't, don't grow weary in doing good. And I know right now it feels like it can be so wearisome just doing good when there's evil surrounding us at all times. There's anxiety at all times. I mean, I think uh, as I drop my kids off at school, we pray on the way. We may uh, do a little devotional or read, you know, kind of a scripture and talk about that scripture and then have a prayer on the way. But literally, uh, there's a police car in front of the high school that's there every day. And I literally, I'm like, why is there a police car in front of the high school? And then at the junior high, there's sometimes a police car over there. I'm like, why is that? Because they need to be there for safety. And I'm like, my kid could walk into school, I can never see him again. And that's anxiety, that, that brings anxiety for me. You guys with me? And so you're like, and so you're thinking about doing good and giving to other people. And it can become wearisome. He says, don't grow weary and do good. You will reap a harvest. Then he says, as we have opportunity, let's do good to all people, but especially to those who belong to the family of believers. And here's an opportunity for us if we are going to build family, if we are going to submit to the lordship of Jesus, is our opportunities to show grace to other people, to show grace to others. And he says out in the world, but inside the church, especially to the family of believers, to show grace, to do good to one another. And I thought about this, and I know we talked about grace a few weeks ago, what it is and what it isn't, and it's really been freeing for me not to look at other people and think, wow, they really got it easy, or, or man, I'm glad I don't have that. It, it's really been freeing to be able to understand God's individual grace in my life. And I, one of the things I thought about for us, if we're going to show grace, and I didn't talk about it a few weeks ago, one of the things that we do that prevents us from giving and showing grace and giving it away to others is, I know it happens in marriages all the time, and it happens amongst, uh, in, in every ministry it happens. We compete in the trauma Olympics. We compete in the trauma Olympics. And here's the problem with that. Because each one of us, we've been given grace by God, right? 
Each one of us has individual grace where God has blessed us. That's why we're here today. But one of the things that can happen is we begin to look at each other and compare the trauma that we've gone through in our lives. And let me just define this. Trauma is sin is trauma. You guys with me? And there are levels to that. There's levels. Everyone has had traumatic experiences in this room. And trauma is, is caused by sin. Once Adam and Eve made their choice, uh, it brought sin, it brought trauma into the world. And we've just gone traumatic event after traumatic event. There is cultural trauma. There are things that we are surrounded by that we're just born into. Uh, in, in America, we are born into greed. We are born into gossip. You guys realize that? Like greed and gossip, you know more about celebrities and about uh, athlete salaries than you ever need to know. And it's just common. We know about marriages, disillusion of marriages, people cheating on other people. We know stuff. We're born into that. And we don't even realize how much we gossip. We don't realize how much uh, we get in we get into things that have nothing to do with us. That's the cultural trauma. Then there's family trauma, our individual families, and God put us in those families for a reason. But we got stuff in our own families. And I don't care if you grew up in the church or not. Every family's got their own little stuff. You grew up in the church, man. You've got a great. You're, you're way ahead of the curve, amen. But our families, we got stuff in there. There's anger stuff. We may have grown up around anger. We may have grown up around selfishness. We may have grown up around envy, slander, whatever it is. We may have grown up in that stuff, right? Uh, racism, whatever your thing was in your family. You may have grown up in that, uh, a pride. And so you've got that trauma. And then you've got your own choices. Then we make our own choices. We're in this and we're innocent. And then at some point in time, we start to make choices. And then we inflict trauma on ourselves. But what happens is when we we don't uh, when we start getting involved in these Olympics, uh, here's how here's how it works. How many of you guys have difficult work situations? Raise your hand. How many of you have different difficult school situations? Yeah. How many of you guys have diff, difficult family situations? Right. How many of you guys have, like, in your neighborhood, do you ever have a bad, you guys have any, anybody have a bad neighbor? Jeff, Matthew, do not raise your hand. Anybody have a bad neighbor? Okay. Okay. Anybody have, a, like, a, a, a troubling, a troubling co-workers? Like, just, just co-workers that are, I'll raise my hand, my wife is online, I'll raise my hand. She can just. My, my wife, is, she's with family in Atlanta. She had to go help a family member. Uh, but we all have stuff. And so what we can do is I can look at Elena and be like, Elena, I know, yeah, you got it bad, but you don't understand what I got. You don't understand what I got. So you just stop complaining and, you know, you don't, you don't know what real drama is. You know, and we can go back and forth and back and forth and we're competing in the Trauma Olympics, you know what and guess what? And Satan's there cheering both sides on. Satan's there like, yeah, Elena, he don't know. He don't understand what it's like. The state is terrible. You know what? They don't, they, they don't appreciate, they don't respect you, whatever. And then, you know, then I start sharing my stuff. You know about the church? Oh, you don't understand what it's like working in the church. And Satan's there cheering me on too. Yeah, that's right. That's a great point. And we go back and forth. Who's winning though? Satan's winning. 
and neither one of us are showing grace and offering grace to one another. And there's an opportunity for us to say, as opposed to offer judgment, is to be more curious. How are you feeling? What's difficult for you? Wow, I, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't experienced that. That's, why do you think that's challenging for you? And then, as we begin to understand, then we're able to uh, share more grace with each other, right? Here's what I've gone through. Here's my issue. Oh, wow, that's, wow, I'll pray for you. Pray for me too. It changes the whole dynamic. And then, uh, as Margaret shared, as she shared about her reaching out to Latoya, now uh, we have a community, a grace-filled community, and now we're able to go on out into the world and share that with other people. But here's the thing. We, we miss our opportunities to show grace because we're competing against one another, and we're competing against the world that we look on out, and uh, actually, we'll do this really quickly. Turn with me to Psalm 73. Another one of my favorites. Psalm 73. In verse 12. Actually, we'll read in verse... Ah, time's sake. Okay, verse 9. And he, uh, the psalmist is speaking about watching people that, are, that, that don't know God. He says, their mouths lay claim to heaven, and their tongues take possession of the earth. Therefore, their people turn to them, drink up waters in abundance. They say, how can God know? Does the Most High have knowledge? This is what the wicked are like. They are always carefree. They increase in wealth. Surely in vain I have kept my heart pure. In vain I have washed my hands in innocence. All day long I've been plagued, and I have, I have been punished every morning. And the psalmist there, he's looking out, and he's doing, what is he doing? The psalmist, he's, he's competing in the trauma Olympics. He goes, man, they got it so easy. I've got it so hard. Every morning I'm challenged. I'm struggling. They don't even know God. They don't recognize God. And look how good they got it. And he says something interesting. He says, Verse 15, if I had said I will speak thus, I would, have been, I would have betrayed your children. When I have tried to understand all this, it was oppressive to me until I entered the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. He says, I entered the sanctuary of God. He's all, then I understood what was happening, what was going to happen. I understood, finally, they would be separated from God. I understood and so now, you guys see the heart change? But the heart change came by coming into the sanctuary of God. In the sanctuary of God, that's where God is. But guess who else is in the sanctuary? God's people. He's able to be around God's people and be with God. And then he's able to look out and say, wow, then I understood. And then it changes everything. It changes our viewpoint. It changes how we interact with people. And I think one of the things that we've got to be careful of is, uh, again, we get so much grace, and there, there's a proverb that says, he who is full loathes honey. He who is full loathes honey. Uh, if you know that reference, you can scream it out. Uh, but when, the whole idea there is that when you've got something, when you're, when you're full, like something that's really good, a, a delicacy, you're like, eh, I don't want that. I, I don't want any more. Uh, some of us may or may not have that problem. Uh, 
but they're, they're like you're full, you don't want any more. It's for some of us, it's that way with God's grace, where we come on to church and we are, we're in the sanctuary and we, we get so filled up with his grace that we're just, we, we take it for granted. We look at the church and we look at what God has given and we just take it for granted and we don't give it away. We don't take the opportunities to encourage one another. In this season, God has given us the opportunity to encourage each other. And I'm sharing this, and I know you're like, Tim, you just talked about that two weeks ago. Yes, because I think I don't think we really grasp how important it is for us to be able to just reach out and, and reach out and touch one another and encourage one another. Give thank you cards, some encouragement. Uh, here's one of the challenges. We don't see someone, and this has happened uh, kind of, well, we're, we're still in pandemic, but in the kind of the, uh, the, uh, the virtual era is we now people that come into church and they don't see something. And you know what? People come up to me and they're like, where's such and such? Where's such and such? I'm like, I actually, I don't know. Why don't you go ahead and give them a call and just say, hey, I missed you today. Can we hang out? Can we pray? Are you good? Is there any is there is everything all right? And I think we miss the opportunities in this season. It could be a great season for us to really bond and love each other. We don't want to miss the opportunity to show grace. Next, we don't want to miss the opportunity to use our gifts. He says, make the most of every opportunity. He says, make the most of every opportunity. Uh, don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. And we talked last week about how each one of us, there are corporate gifts, right, that we have. And we all have the corporate gifts. You guys remember some of our corporate gifts? Singing, uh, praying, clapping, you know, being able to praise God, uh, being able to give a hug to encourage. Whereas corporate gifts, and then we each have individual gifts. We don't want to miss the opportunity to use the individual gifts that God has given us. God has given us these opportunities all the time. And I want to, I want to give you guys a challenge. Give you actually, I'm gonna ask you to do this first before I give you this challenge. It's a call, if you will. How many of you, before you walked in the door this morning, said a prayer or thought? Doesn't have to be a prayer, but a thought of, okay, God, how am I gonna use my gift in here today? How many of y'all thought that? Here's why this is important. Because when we come in here, we generally think, oh, you know, uh, uh, Henry, Randy, Jenny, you know, uh, Susan, they're going to use their gifts. Raquel, Leslie, they're going to sing. They're going to use their gifts. Des Moines is going to be banging on the drum, you know, whatever. Uh, Andrew, he's going to be helping out with the live stream. Omar, he may be doing the slides, whatever. You know, we'll have different people come up and speak. And some of y'all are thinking, why do we have the same people speak, whatever. Uh, they're just, they just make themselves available, just side note. Uh, and it's difficult for them. But we normally don't think about, hey, what can I bring, God? How can I offer my gift to you today? God, <coughs> excuse me, who is it that you would have me encourage today? God, what, what can I do for someone today? Do you guys understand how that changes the dynamic when you enter a room? Now, mind you, hear me out. There are circumstances that happen. Uh, there are challenges. Uh, we don't, this morning, I left the communion cups at home. I had to run out and get them. 
Uh, I'm sure people were like, I didn't hug or smile uh, or live stream. The plug came undone. I was like, Andrew, get out of that seat. I need, let me, let me get out of here. And I'm doing all this stuff. I'm like, what's going on? It was just unplugged. <laughs> I just, oh. And so those things happen. Uh, those things, those things are going to happen. So every day is not going to be like, okay, I'm in this, I'm in this perfect state of peace. I'm in unison with the spirit. Let me come on in. There are going to be days that are challenging, but imagine what the church is like when even outside of those days, because those are exceptional days, right? Outside of those days, we come in and we're like, we, before we get it, God, what can, what can I give today? Who can I give to? God, with what I have, how can I help? Last week, I wrote down a whole list. I stand in the back of the church sometimes, and I'll write down an entire list of, man, this would, this would be really awesome. If the church had this, if we had, you know, a welcome table, uh, we had, you know, more ushers, if we had like a greeting team, all these different things. I wrote down this whole list of uh, of things that I'm going to pray for or whatever. But I'm like, honestly, everything that I've been everything I pray for, it's already here. Everything that we want in church, everything that we want uh, in a fellowship of God's church, it's already here. And we're always, I think our challenge is, and again, not recognizing God's grace, we're always looking somewhere else, and we're always looking for this thing, for someone else to come and do it, when God's like, no, I gave it to you. I gave this to you. People ask often, Tim, why did you, you know, one, they, they always, when I share with them, when I'm talking to neighbors or friends or people at the gym, whatever, they always say, when I share, I'm from California, and they're, why did you? Why'd you leave California? That's always the first question. Uh, and then uh, when a chair worked for the church, like, why are you a minister? And sometimes I ask myself that question. <laughs> but the answer is, it's what I have to give. If I can get up and, 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 and share scriptures and, and help move our hearts closer to God and help us think differently about God to expand God, if I can use that, that ability, that gift to be able to do that, that gift to be able to recall scriptures. If I can do that, then so be it. It may not be a minister, whatever. It may be wh whatever I do, I will use what I got. And I really appreciate, and this is what I love, and if you're visiting today, this is what I love about church. Uh, we ask different people throughout the church to come on up and share, hey, this, this is what the cross means to me, or hey, we want to welcome you to the church, or hey, this is, what, uh, this is why I give. You know, we ask different people because everybody's got something amazing they can share and give. And you don't have to be this, this, this eloquent or, or well thought out or structured speaker. You just got to share your heart, and it's amazing how encouraging it is. And uh, everybody has the ability to share some of that. But here's the challenge I want to give you. Before you walk into a midweek service, before you walk into a Sunday service, I would ask you to say the prayer, God, what would, who would you have me give to today? God, what opportunity, uh, what, how can I give what you've been given to me? How can I give it away today? How can I use this thing that you've given? And I don't know what your thing is. Again, the corporate thing, we can all sing. We're going to talk about that next week. Uh, we can all encourage. But there's something special. I uh, appreciate last week we talked about the food 
because uh, we all have the gift of being able to share something good. Uh, in Sion, I just need to know, raise your hand if you tasted Sion's food. Everybody raise your hand. Look around. Now, raise your hand if you enjoyed that food. No, don't do that. No. Take a look around. And I appreciate this, and I'm going to tell the story, and I don't want to put them out there, in it, but I'll tell the story. When I first moved here in 2007, uh, August 2007, and during that, that fall, uh, it was fall, two, it had to be fall 2007, uh, Sion cooked for, uh, he said, you know what, I'm going to cook, I'm going to invite a bunch of people from Central to a football team, I'm going to invite them over, and I'm going to cook. So he cooked a bunch of food, had the basement, had a bunch of dudes over, like, they came. You invite football, college football players uh, to church, Geo. Uh, they're going to come for food, all right? They're going to come for food. But I just remember that. I'm like, wow. He just used what he had and invited a bunch of people. I think Eric Richardson was supposed to be there that day, but he slept in. <laughs> he was supposed to, so it took him another five years to become a Christian. <laughs> but I don't, and I, again, that means we're done. Um, each one of us has something very unique to give, uh, a perspective on the scriptures. Uh, I love meeting in regions. We're going to have a brother, different brothers preach. I remember having Demoy and and uh, Demoy and Randy preach. I did not know Randy was such a good preacher uh, until we came in the region. He's actually one of my favorite speakers. Uh, so he know he knows this. Um, don't ask me why. I don't know why. He just has a very unique perspective. Uh, it's, it's helped me to think. Um, but being able to see, uh, you know, JB and all the different brothers come up and preach, which we're, we're going to do that in the future uh, very soon. Uh, but being able to use just whatever it is you got. If you write poetry and you want to share a poem, come on up, do it. We had Jody yell at the church all the time <laughs> in her poetry. <laughs> Jody, that's that's for you. I love Jody. Um, I, I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be an upfront gift. Uh, I appreciate Cheryl and uh, uh, Tracy helping with the children's ministry. Uh, Jeff and Wes helping with the children's ministry. It's very difficult, especially now. Whatever it is you got, use that thing. Hospitality, use that thing. Uh, God will use that gift. Make the most of this season. There's always going to be a reason uh, not to use. There's never. There's always going to be reason not to. And that's why he says, make the most of every season. Make the most of this occasion. Because this is all we got. This is all we can control. And for each one of us, I, I do, uh, God has given us the opportunity. Let's submit to his lordship and use whatever, we, whatever we've got to be able to do that. Amen? Uh, we've got one last song and then we're done. And then We've got a meeting in an hour for some of us. <laughs> I love y'all. We'll see you at Newington High School next week, 10 a.m. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Heart Podcast. To learn more about the Hartford Church of Christ, visit us online at hartfordchurch.org.